Welcome to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and I will be here each and every week to help you take a moment to breathe in, hear perspectives on careers, life, and many other important tips from some pretty incredible men and women that I get to work with every day. Let me introduce myself first. I'm from the Northeast, and I grew up in New Jersey. My background is corporate pharma, and I've always had a love for science, and helping people is true to my nature. So working in clinical development for over 18 years was an amazing opportunity for me. Seven years ago, I started an additional virtual business alongside my corporate career to create financial diversification and plan what was next for me. Now I have a global business in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and soon to be Japan, and in this Cup of Joe with Joe, I'll be sharing my journey along with the journeys of all the incredible professionals I work with to help you plan for what's next for you. Hey, everyone. It's Joanne Meredith. Welcome back to A Cup of Joe with Joe. I am so excited to have today's conversation. You are going to love, 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 love today's topic. So what we're talking about today is finding your internal grit. It, that's a pretty important topic. Honestly, anything you do in life, you, when you want to go after something, you kind of have to figure out and, and dig deep as to what's going to help you get there. And that's all what we're going to be talking about today. So I am here with another one of an, an amazing leader on our team. And again, Heidi Mediato. Hey, Heidi. Hey, Joe. And so before we get into internal grit, and believe me, she's got a lot to share about that. <laughs> um, Heidi, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Sure. Hi. So thanks, Joe. Thanks for including me on this. I'm excited to be on. Um, a little bit about me. I'm in Pennsylvania. I am a married mom, three kids, and I um, work with Joanne. I work with a lot of fabulous women, um, but... I um, have a background as a CPA. I married a CPA. I come from a family of CPAs. And I started out going to school thinking I would kind of climb up the corporate ladder and become a partner of a firm. And so I worked in public accounting for 10 years and really found that I wanted to be home with, with my children. So we made an adjustment and a switch um, and really just kind of revamped what we were going to do, revamped our game plan. I always tell people, my husband and I were very much on the same page in terms of what we wanted to do financially with our lives. We had a lot of the same goals. And one of our goals was to really build our lives to have seven streams of income. And the reason why we wanted to do that was so we would have options, options that provided me to walk away from my public accounting career. So that kind of played into that decision of having the ability to do that. In comes the business that we have built now with, with skincare that's just provided an, an additional stream of income for us. But we are... Um, really kind of working together and continuing to work towards that goal of seven streams. So we're at six <laughs> streams of income now um, that I always tell people, you know, it, it's, it's very interesting when you look over your life over 10, 15, 20 years and say, did you think you would get to this point? Yes, I knew that we would, but it takes a lot of hard work and consistency, which is part of what I'm going to share in talking about this topic that Joanne mentioned with grit. Um, so my story really ends with me 
being here with a, a 10 year old, an eight year old, a six year old married, um, my husband's still working in public accounting and we are now running multiple businesses, many of them from our kitchen table and our dining room table, which is incredible. So that is my story. I love that. And really, Heidi, you inspire me all the time to sit down with my husband and say, okay, Heidi says this, let's, let's think about this. <laughs> so I love, I love getting to work with you and, and really learn from you too. So, okay, on to our topic. And just so everybody knows, when, you know, we put out some topics, I have different leaders that are going to be coming on this year with my cup of joe. Everyone wanted Heidi to do this topic. <laughs> so you will really enjoy hearing from her. So all about internal grit. Again, in my life, there's so many things that I have wanted. And the only way, the only way that I've ever been able to reach my goals is when I really dug deep and went for it. So Heidi, share your perspective on internal grit and finding it and just going for it. Okay. So I know you want me to talk about being able to find grit and really kind of people being able to dig deep and, and, finding that internal fire. But I think what I found in really sitting down and, pre and prepping for this and, and just from personal experience related to this topic is that, and I want to start with the definition of grit. For those of you who really are kind of like, what exactly is grit? I looked this up. This came straight from Google. So you can go on and look this. But the, act, the actual definition of grit is courage, resolve, strength of character, passion, perseverance and the stamina to run for a long-term goal not something that takes a couple weeks not something that takes a couple months but something that takes years to achieve as if you're running a marathon not a sprint so grit basically is this idea that you can continue to get up every single morning and push for what you want and I found in my life, so there, there is this wonderful TED Talk, if you want to learn more about this topic when we kind of close this podcast, that Angela Duckworth does on grit. And I actually saw her speak um, a couple summers at a leadership conference, and she talked about the fact that grit, what they found about grit is that it's not actually something you can train, and it's not something that you can teach people. But in studying people that have grit and, and characteristics that are common to them, what they found is, is that they don't know a lot about what it takes to get gritty and what it takes to, to become someone who has grit, but they know a lot of the characteristics that grit is not. So what they found was that people who are socially intelligent, um, if you have a very high IQ, if you have good looks, if you're a very healthy person, if you happen to be extremely talented at what you do, that typically does not equate to a gritty person. And a lot of times people think that those qualities end up equaling success. So they can because success and grit are very different things. But what they found is that a lot of times the people that have those qualities don't tend to be gritty people. And I found this to be very, very true in my own personal life. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit of a, a story kind of about my history. Um, I grew up playing sports. I played every sport that I possibly could squeeze into my schedule from the earliest ages up the entire way through college. And I've continued to 
work out and remain healthy even now at, at 38 years old. So it's a very important part of my life and, and really part of my routine. But what I found was that I was continually, whether this was intentional or just circumstantial, I was continually surrounded by people who were better than me. And that has remained true now in my professional career with, with the women that I work with and the team that I have is that I am surrounded by people who continue to push me. But I found as, as a student in my high school years um, and as an athlete in my high school and my college years that I was not the best athlete. I was not the most gifted. I was certainly not the most intelligent. I had to bust my butt to get a B, to get an A. Um, grades did not come easy for me and athletics, ironically for the, for those who know me now, uh, athletics did not come simple for me. I was the girl that had to show up early and leave late. Um, and I, I really wasn't the most gifted, but ironically, I went on to get a full ride to a division one school in the top 10 in the country. And I got paid to play a sport for four years. Um, and what I, what I have learned from this and what I want as now as a mother for my children to really understand and really when um, people ask me like Joanne, like what, what is your routine? Like, what does your day look like? What does it look like to constantly continue to push for things and run for things? I really found that it was this idea that every time that you fail, every time that I failed, every time that I messed up, that that was not the end. That was not the end. And I mentally knew that. I mentally knew that I could get back up and try again, that I had to get back up and try again. So if you go back to that high school girl and I knew, okay, I didn't run the time mile that I was supposed to, but I know that I can get better at this. And so I would go out on the evenings when other people weren't at the track and run the sprints and run the 100 and run the 200 to just try and get my time a little bit faster so that I could stay on that team, so that I would continue to hold my spot there. I was not the person that was gifted with speed. I was not the person that was gifted with all these abilities, but I worked hard. And I also knew that every time I fell, I could get back up. You equate that to leaving sports and athletics and going into a professional career. You don't always get the promotions you want. You take risks with business. My husband and I take risks many, many times um, throughout the year. Some of them work. Some of them don't. But that is not, excuse me, that is not the end for us because we have a long-term goal of where we're going to be when we turn 50. We have a long-term goal of where we're going to be when we turn 60, whether it's health-related, whether it's financial-related. And so mentally, we always know if this option didn't work, get back up, push yourself again, run for the next thing. And that right there is grit. That's grit. And you really can't teach that to people. But if you have this idea that when you fall, that it's over for you, you really just have to constantly push your mental toughness and say, you know what, I need to start to surround myself with, with people who are not quitters people who never stop running for things, people who push for goals. I need to start to listen to podcasts like this one, where it's like failure actually is the next step. And if you mentally can get your head to a place where, you know, 
even with weight loss, I know for me, it's a constant journey to remain fit. And there are going to be some months where it's like, I need to give myself grace. I didn't hit my goals, but you get back up and you keep going. You keep going. That to me is absolutely the definition of grit in terms of a real life application. Um, and, and that's kind of really where I think I'm going to end it, Joe. I love it. And honestly, listening to you, you know, when I think about my life, all of the amazing things that have happened in my life have happened after something hard happened because I got stronger. And so, yeah, I'm right there with you. And we are not done. We got a lot more. We have a lot more amazing things to happen for both of us. And I love, love getting to work with you because as you can see for everyone who's listening, this is amazing. It's amazing to work alongside her. (laughs) Thank you. So um, before we close our podcast today, we have to share our 32nd best tip in skincare. Again, Rodan and Fields is the number one premium skincare company in all of North America. You definitely want to hear what we have to say. So Heidi, share your best tip in skincare. So I think my best tip in skincare was something I learned later after joining this business. So I've, I've been doing this skincare business for almost seven years. And I wish that I had learned this in my 20s um, or even in my teen years, but I didn't. So I'm a little bit late to the game, but I think my, my best tip goes along with the whole idea of grit. So if you go back to grit and you say grit really is running for a long-term goal, it's, it's running life like you're in a marathon as opposed to a sprint. Skincare for me works the exact same way. Taking care of your skin works the exact same way. So you do not have to make this leap into spending hundreds of dollars a month on your face and taking all of this excessive time treating your skin every single day. You don't have to make that massive leap. What you can do is do one thing every single day that betters your skin. So if you're not a person that applies sunscreen, start applying sunscreen. If you're not a person who uses an eye cream, add an eye cream to your routine. If you don't wash your face at all, maybe add a wash to it. If you treat your skin like you do your race in life, and each time you're working towards a goal of just continuing to make your skin better, you'll find that in a year or two from now, a routine that you never would have thought you would do, you're now able to do a five, 10 minute routine to your skin very quickly. And it makes a huge difference over time huge difference in terms of how your skin looks. So that's my tip. Love that. And a hundred percent agree when I used to use a face moisturizer, but I had never had SPF in it before I started with Rodan and Fields and having that SPF, I never, my skin always looks great. I never, my face never burns. It's incredible. And it also, you know, having a good day cream is is a good thing to have. (laughs) Yeah. So Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed hearing from Heidi as much as I did. Um, And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Joe. Tune in next week to see what's brewing with our next cup of Joe with Joe. 